Hi, my name is Mohammad Zaid Khan, and I'm the CEO and founder of the Vortex Corporation. So, what we do is uh, we are marketing agency, and uh, like uh, like any other big fishes in the market, we market different brands digitally. And uh, our main point is we are into branding and designing. Actually, uh, we market the brand globally, and um, this is what. This is what our main nature of business is. So we are working uh, right now. We are working locally uh, with local clients, and uh, we are expanding our business into U.S. market now. We have been in the U.K. market particularly, but now we are expanding into U.S. market. So yeah, uh, like other big fish in the market, they they are actually they are actually into uh, e-commerce markets, like they. Are uh, marketing their business in Amazon, eBay, etc. We don't do that. We uh, are more into landing pages, sales funnels, and uh, how to get leads for different type of business. I have worked in around 17 plus business types. I have worked in real estate. I have worked in e-commerce market, and uh, we have worked in salon type. So this is what we do. We are actually a marketing company. I love it. Okay, so uh, so. It's early morning in the states, Zed. So thank you very much for 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 saying yes. Because like, what time? So wait, where are you? So that way we know what time it is. Uh, we are in uh, Karachi, Pakistan, and the time is five eleven p.m. Okay, so it's it's the start of my day, the end of your day. I love that. I love that yeah. the world is so small that we can yeah. actually be able to talk to people anywhere, which is really great. So I thank you very much for being You're here. Welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. So um, I always say that in order to understand the business, we need to understand the person behind the business. So talk to me about um, your childhood. So from childhood all the way to university, tell me who you are. And I will be, I most likely will interrupt you if I have specific questions, but start from the beginning of who you are all the way up to university. And we'll talk about the business later, but especially because I'm in the same business. So I'm going to be very excited about talking about specific things. Definitely, I'm excited too. <laughs> okay, so um, I'm a right now a A levels graduate student, and uh, I studied O levels in Pakistan. Uh, oh, wait, 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 wait. So you're already starting so early. So I'm like, so A level. Oh, okay. Let's start start when you're younger. So, um, where were you born, raised? What do you have siblings, etc.? Okay, so I was born in Hyderabad, Pakistan, and uh, we shifted from Hyderabad. To Karachi, from a smaller town to a larger, bigger, uh, bigger town, in uh, when I was three to four years old, and uh, my father got promoted into a bigger company, and uh, he took our family from Hyderabad to Karachi. So there, uh, there was my uh, adulthood. You know, it started in Karachi, and I developed myself into different uh, schools and colleges. uh then i then i started going to a big renowned school called beacon light academy and uh, i studied my o levels over there i had great experience with the teachers i i was a, i was a, a great you know what what what's called uh, table tennis right i was i was a great player in table tennis so you know uh, i started my journey from over there i did a level o levels from over there then i escaped uh my school because i was lacking behind in studies 
because my, wait, my wait, wait, I'm going I'm to pause for a second. I'm going to pause for a second. So let's start from the beginning where, so how was it for you going from a small town to a large town? Because um, I live in a sub, sub in the suburbs. <laughs> big big difference. You know, you know, people, people living in uh, smaller towns have smaller brains. They have limited capacity to think. They have limited capacity to expand. And when you come out of a smaller city to larger city, you meet different type of people. You learn different type of opportunities. So uh, what I think is, uh, if you want to develop your mindset, if you want to develop a child's mindset, take him out from where he is and uh, put it into a bigger bigger judge. You know, there's an example that uh, we have shot uh, small fishes in our fish tank. And uh, those fish tanks have the capacity to expand into feet long uh, sharks. But if you put them into a small three feet uh, tank, they expand into, you know, they can expand only this. But if you put them into the sea, they'll expand into a big. So this is what uh, I, I, I learned. And I think this is a big, uh, my, my father took us into this city and it gave us a lot of exposure, a lot of opportunities, and we learned from good people. So what, you, what, did, did you did you have a lot of siblings? I mean, like how many, I mean, I shouldn't say did you, how many siblings do you have, and did they have the same experience of where like oh my god, like look at where we're going, or were they upset they want to go back? And, and especially you have four, four including we you. Four we are four brothers, and I'm the third one. Okay, so yeah, did any of them go back? Because there's so many times where people go into the city and they're like, you know what, this is way too much for me. And then they end up going back into the smaller town because they want to feel that community. So did you feel, did you or your siblings feel that at all? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> we had the best neighbors, best school, best uh, teachers, and uh, my, my other cousins who are in Hyderabad are, are, are always complaining about they don't, they don't have any opportunities for you know, entertainment. They don't have a lot of parks, a lot of amusement parks. So they, are, they, they actually come to Karachi, you know, uh, spend their weekends or spend their holidays. Mm. They actually enjoy this city. This is a beautiful city. Uh, but Hyderabad is actually um, not so developed and um, not many opportunities over there. So that's why we came and my dad, I think my dad made the right decision. My, no, no, none of my siblings wanted to go back. Mm. And I didn't either. So then you mentioned about we will call the education, but then you started fall behind um, in classes. So what happened where all of a sudden you go, you're like, I go, I'm so excited. I have all these experiences. I'm giving, being given all these opportunities, but then you start falling behind in your classes. What happened? Uh, actually, what happened is uh, it, it didn't happen back in my O-levels. I had great uh, uh, scores in A-levels, but in A-levels, in, in A levels, I started getting involved into business life. My friends who were with me, they were doing businesses, local businesses. They are just flipping uh, cars, flipping assets, and that's interesting. Wait, wait, did you say? Wait, wait, did you just say flipping cars? Yeah. Okay, so you have to explain that because when people sit there and hear flipping cars, they think that you're physically flipping a car. So <laughs> when you're saying it, what do you mean by flipping cars? A uh, flipping car would be to buy a car which, which is in bad shape, uh, rehab it, you know, uh, put good speakers into it and, you know, polish it, change the tires and 
give it give it a good infrastructure you know and then flip it into good money that's just like just like how you do it with uh rent uh real estate right mm-hmm. yes and okay so that that's exactly what they were doing so i got interested into it i sold one and uh, that's where i lost interest into my studies and i but i but i didn't didn't fail actually i got good grades in a levels as well i got uh 1a star 2a and uh, 2b so so it's funny because you started the whole entire concept of being an entrepreneur really early so what age were you uh i was it uh, 17 right 17 right i was 17 i am right now i'm 22 years old okay so you wait you're 22 years old right now Yeah. You're ba- you're baby. You're such a baby. I know, so, right? <laughs> so you're 17 years old, you start like like getting to the realm of entrepreneurship. Um is there anyone in your family that's an entrepreneur? No, actually this is this is a good this is a good point. This is a good question because uh you get from your environment. I le- you you always learn from the environment and your family is the main environment you have. Mm-hmm. But my family none of my relatives are into business they are all into employment and they are doing good i'm not saying that they are not doing good but they are doing good my father is uh, doing good actually but none, none of them is, is in uh, entrepreneurship so i am the only, i'm the first one to escape <laughs> escape the fight so i always say like because usually most people are in it like they see it a uh, uncle a grandfather grandmother a mother someone um being the first one What was it like for you like your family is looking at you and what are their thoughts about what are you doing I mean you're smart we've given you all these different opportunities why would you go this route being the first one because there's always like the first person that went to college but you're the first one that went into entrepreneurship which is it's 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 hard to explain to people sometimes I think I think uh, it it is always hard to explain anyone you know uh, I learned from uh, a mentor of mine that you don't uh, no no parents give opportunities to the 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 children you have to take it you know they don't give it to you they go and take the risk they never do that because parents are very parents are parents they want to protect the child they don't want their child to you know go into uh, failure and you know get sad or depressed and mm-hmm. uh, sit at the corner they don't want that so they always want their children to play safe and business is not about playing safe you know it you know it better so uh, i wanted to take this my father my father is a good supporter but at that time he was he was supporting me much as well uh, but when i started doing the progress making money so they were like okay he's doing something he's not doing the wrong thing that's how i started to take opportunities from my parents to take the support from my parents they don't support you to business i always tell my friends who are starting into business life i tell them that your parents will not give you the they will not support you in this journey i just tell, tell them straight away my cousins actually my my little cousins who are in the 14 to 15 age and uh, they are into they are into they're getting professional day by day they're getting older day by day they are child they are getting older day by day so i'm just I, i i just always tell them your parents will not support you in entrepreneurship life because it is very tough you have to cry sometimes you have to you know this there's a lot of hard times really days you know so i tell them that you have to take it so yeah. so when did you so from the time that you started uh getting into the like your grades are starting to 
go bad, but only because you're into the business part. You're working with friends, you're flipping cars. So now how does the flip from the point where you're flipping cars evolve to a company that you have right now? Uh, flipping cars was not my main motivation. The main motivation was making money and helping others, obviously. So um, I, I started I started from making money and then uh, I, I started an online business. Selling. I started to sell watches on Instagram and I used to run. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. You started to sell what on, you started to sell what on Instagram? Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, I, I, I was drop shipping at the time. I was listing the products onto Instagram and then running ads. And when I got the order, I ship it from over there. That's how, that's what I did, which is now globally called the drop shipping uh, business on Amazon and Shopify. So that's what I used to do back then. That's how I started uh, to get to know about ads, marketing, how to use the good creatives, how to uh, sell more and more and more, how to get the influencers into your business and uh, how to make it a brand. That's where I learned it from. I learned it from failures as well. I, I didn't get into profit that much. I built it a lot, but I learned a lot. So that's a break even point. <laughs> the um, marketing is so unique. And I always tell people that um, marketing hasn't changed since caveman days, meaning that the essence of marketing is here's the problem, here's the solution, here's my target audience, and there's like, how do we connect the dots? I mean, you can go to museums, you can go to literally like beautiful caves, you can go see the story of like how in the in hundreds and thousands of years ago, how they wrote down the problem, the solution, the target audience, and they tell and how to connect the dots. So that hasn't changed. The, the the way of getting yeah get the way of getting it out to people yeah the way of getting it out to people we've added we haven't changed anything we've added ways to get it out to people faster. So what made it what made marketing so enticing to you? Because you did the whole entire you were selling watches so you, sales you could have gone into sales you did the whole entire flipping of cars you could have gone into the whole entire of creating creating refurbishing. There's so many different, <coughs> excuse me. There's so many different ways of business that you could have gone into. What made marketing interesting for you? What was it that like was like, aha, this is my spot? Good question. Uh, my main my main goal is to help people, you know. And uh, I love it when big business, big businesses, huge businesses and brands are relying on you. And uh, they are look they look at you and they tell themselves that this is the guy who is making my business. Marketing is the game. Marketing is the only game. Marketing comes, uh, the sales come from the marketing. So I ran into- How much do I love you? I love you already because you just said that. I love you. (laughs) Thank you so much. I love you too. (laughs) All right. So when I got the concept that sales is coming from the marketing, uh, I, I thought like I'm the king. I'm the king of this company because even the CEO is not doing a great job, uh, the main job which I am. So I got into this because I helped one of my one of my friends uh, sell his. He was selling I don't know he was selling mobile phone covered at that time on Instagram. So I helped him, and uh, more than I did into my business, I helped him in uh, building him his business. So when I felt that felt that happiness and uh, the value proposition I gave him. 
he gave into his business mm-hmm. i felt like a king and i thought i am going into this and i am not just helping uh, this guy but i am going to help a lot of businesses now because this is the game actually and uh, facebook instagram twitter pinterest as well and tiktok snapchat they are doing great uh, into marketing not sales this come later marketing first so that's how i got interested and you know one more thing uh, tiktok market you know gary vaynerchuk i saw your picture with him <laughs> i saw your picture with him. i saw your website and i was like she is with gary i love this guy <laughs> I, i'll ask you later how you met this guy okay so i want I, to okay so so yeah gary so gary b is um i i know him through a friend um okay. and i i like him i like him and i don't like him so i like him because he's first generation uh he's first generation um to this i know he's he's immigrant i'm i'm pretty sure he's immigrant but i love the fact that he is always he was he focused the business about helping his family so for me that was the number one reason why i was like uh, uh, amazed by him what i don't like about him is the cussing he swears too much which i <laughs> so that's like i mean and i and sometimes i feel like it's a show and so i don't enjoy that part of him but when you're having a one-on-one conversation with him it's like it's a whole different person versus the show of Gary V. Well actually uh, the cussing the cussing attracts the audience. Marketing, negative marketing. I call it negative marketing. Yeah, I don't I, so for me my biggest thing is I have clients of all ages and I just I was taught to respect people and I don't need to cuss at you to sit there and get your attention. It's just like it's not I think he's more like an influencer now. um people are more influenced by him than his business actually is the clients might be influenced yeah. by what he is saying but the people who listen to him his youtube channel uh, they are more into him because he gets into the psychology uh, i understand that of- i understand that but you know what the thing is there are people and and mind you i i believe that there's a smaller percentage of individuals that are actually doing what he's doing by they follow they follow him the person and how he's grown and they're they're growing their business in this way and there's a larger group of individuals that just follow him because they like they just like he makes them laugh or entertainment but they're not going to do it i mean obviously the world of an entrepreneur is so small because um it's a risk i mean you're you're risking everything you're risking your finances you're risking your family time you're risking your life your health you're risking a yep. lot and not all people are designed to be entrepreneurs and so i think that a larger community of people that are listening to him and Thank buying and buying his Thank books are just be, they want the entertainment but they would never take yeah. a risk exactly 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 i just i just told uh, told you something that many of their his followers are there for entertainment actually they are not entrepreneurs and uh, entrepreneurship is not easy it doesn't come handy it, it, when you flip i i, I bought this pen and i sold it for 2 dollars uh, more this is not entrepreneurship actually the entrepreneurship is how you sold it and where you sold it and uh, why you sold it how much were you sold it this i will go a step further an entrepreneurship is nice pen i'm going to make a better one oh i could i could i could i could then then if you have the pen in your well, you're selling it but who made it i want to be the one that made it Oh. Mm. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, uh, well, back to you. Back 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 to you. So, 
you, you focused on the marketing um, and you, but you didn't have the experience in it. How did you grow your experience? Because you were doing it, but you know, anyone could just like, I mean, during, during the pandemic, people were just like, I'm going to go on TikTok and they just learn it, but that they weren't experts at it. They were just doing it. So how did you become an expert or how are you growing? Cause you're, you're, you're still so young. So how did you become an, an expert where people are now like saying, Hey, I'm going to pay you for doing what you do. Um, I started my journey into e-commerce, uh, uh, e-commerce community. There was a huge revolution in Pakistan. There came a guy, they came two guys actually, uh, Mr. Saqib Azhar and Mr. Sunny Ali. You have heard about one of them. They are the pioneers of e-commerce in Pakistan. So they brought the Amazon business into, into Pakistan and uh, they are the main mentors of the half of the community we have in Pakistan. <laughs> So um, they, he, he gave the awareness in 2017. I joined him when he was nothing. And uh, slowly and steadily, I learned a lot from him. He gave us the mentorship how to, you know, how to market your product, your service actually. <coughs> I'm really sorry. No problem. My, 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 my next try, actually. Achha, okay, so... Um, he, gave, he told us more about how to market your services because he brought the whole community into service market, service, service agencies, you know. There is, uh, everyone, everyone is selling how to sell on Amazon and uh, everyone is telling about how to market your product on PPC. So he's the guy I learned it from and then I joined uh, many courses on Udemy, learned a lot from YouTube. YouTube is the fish. YouTube is the sea full of fishes. You can learn from big sharks. I, I, I love Grant Cardone, if you have heard about him. I love Grant Cardone, Russell Brunson, Sabri Suvi. These are the people I learned from. <clears throat> and I learned from different people. So that's how that's how the learning process goes. You don't learn in uh, two days or three days or even two months. It took me around 1.5, uh, one and a half years. It's what I, what I love about you is um, what you're saying is you're self-taught. Um, there are so many people that assume you have to go to university um, to learn something. And I always say learning is all around you. If you choose, if you choose to learn, if you choose to become an expert at something, you're doing it. And it's a trial and error, trial and error, but also there's you can, you can learn if you want to learn. You can open a door, you can then open a computer, you can go and ask somebody. There's always a way to learn. So I love the fact that you committed to yourself a year and a half to learn about what you're doing. And so how did the company, what, from the time that you decided, this is what marketing is what I like, this is like my sweet spot, and, and to the point where you're learning. So what was that point from understanding this is what I want I'm going to find out, I'm going to do all my research and development for myself and then start the business. So when did the business start? The business started uh, when I burned my other board. You know, I, ha- I always had boards that I can uh, complete my degree and get into a, uh, into a company, do, uh, do a job. Just like my relative did. I, I had this opportunity. I still have this opportunity and I have great emphasis on it from my family as well. Uh, I, I started this company in 2021 
because they knew who is that. And so, so how was it that you, I mean, so you kept on getting clients. It was it word of mouth or were you starting to seek them out? It, it came from both of these actually. I won't lie that uh, the, the referral marketing is not where you can rely. Hmm. So I did affiliate. I, I made a lot of affiliates. My brother is now my affiliate. My father is now my affiliate. My uh, employees who left me are now my affiliate. Those are my word of mouth actually. And uh, those clients I have right now are actually retainers. So I don't, they don't hurt. My business doesn't hurt me much. I have five retainer clients and uh, many people who come and go. But, but, I, but I love that because, all right, so not only was it word of mouth, but the, you just said something that's, I think that's a lot of small businesses and startups don't think about. Form the affiliation with someone that will be your word of mouth. So see, you're dropping all these, you're dropping all these, like, like these are nuggets and you're not even realizing it, but I'm hearing it. Um, the partnerships, the affiliations are huge because you can't be everywhere. And because you can't be everywhere and let someone else do the, the selling for you, which is great. The problem right now is everybody gets into the competition from the first day. I start my agency and another guy starts another agency and I just know my competitor. What's up? He's not a competitor. We should start growing together. And uh, I think the, the winning is not in competition, it's in collaboration. Mm-hmm. I started collaborating with the people uh, in my city who are good, who are actually who are actually my mentors. So I got uh, networking, you know, uh, I, I changed my environment. I started sitting with them, their friends. I started mm-hmm. doing what they did and uh, it is not about. It is not always about learning the technical skills. It's about learning the guy, how yeah. he thinks. He is a marketer. He is good at what I'm learning. So I should learn what he's doing. You know. Yeah. So I I got into his network. It did work for him for quite some time, and I learned a lot from him. That's how I started uh, learning and getting clients. You know. Beautiful. So always, which again, which is another nugget that you just gave. Um, we do live in a world where people are always competing, 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 but someone is going to eventually get old, retire or, and die. We, we, we know we're all going to die eventually. Why would you die with the knowledge? And so if you can, if you can learn from your competitors or your partners or your affiliates, if you can learn from other people to grow what you're doing right now in this time, it's a plus where some people's egos will not allow them to do that. Ego, uh, if you have ego, you cannot make money. If you have ego or anger issues, you cannot make money. Yeah. Never ever. Yeah, it's true. Uh, the, it's one, totally true. the richest guy doesn't have ego. You, you, can, you can see a lot of examples around you even. Mm-hmm. If, if, if your friend is richer than you, look into him. What, yeah. what, what, what his nature is. You will find him the most calm and uh, the cooperative person in your group. Mm-hmm. You know? That's how that's how I developed a lot of things. I was not like this. When I was a child, I had anger issues. I had a lot of ego. And uh, when I got into this field, <laughs> I got hurt a lot of times. Uh, uh, you know, it always happens. Not not every client is happy from you. And uh, so this happened and I learned it from it. So, you know, you, I didn't have any family, uh, family support. You know, they don't ask you how this, how this is going. 
they always asked me how the study is going and uh, when will you get into the university stuff like that so uh, i always fought my battles alone and uh, learned from people and made a lot of mentors mentors are very important for you if you are into marketing or any business if you are selling if you're selling water bottles you, you have to know what aquafina is doing you have to know what big companies are doing actually uh, i learned from a mentor actually um which uh, this is i think this is amazing where i mean th- everything that you're saying right now is making me so happy because because it, it's just in, it's in line with what i say so often so i love that you're talking about the mentoring i i love how you're t- you're saying the truth where being an entrepreneur we're we're on a boat by ourselves um family members don't understand they're like they're they scratch their heads they're, they ask like well he looks healthy he looks healthy they i think they're okay Well, what do they do? I don't really know, but they look healthy. <laughs> they look they're happy. So, so it is one of those moments where we're we're on a boat by ourselves in the world of entrepreneurship, in the world of small businesses and startups and innovators. We know what we're doing. We know in our hearts that we're trying to like help people get to a better level, but it is very difficult to when something goes wrong, you're scratching your head and you're like what do I do? And then to seek out mentors is amazing because the ego usually doesn't allow you to do that but once you realize i can't i can't do this by myself you seek out individuals that have been doing it for years and that will expedite your success because you're learning from people that are willing to teach you exactly exactly it is very important it actually is very important because uh, 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 i learned from my i learned from a guy and he used to say that one person doing the business is just one person if you collaborate with another person you are not just two person you are 11 person and if you add one more person you are 111 person how is that cal- how, how do we get that well, how do we get to that calculation <laughs> i'll tell you exactly i'll tell you that when you add your third partner into your business third brain you know you are four people now then this fight because they have become two team actually you know this is the rule either your two partners or your three partners if you become four they become two teams and the business dissolves into a crap of pile pile of crap you know that i learned from it as well i when i started my company i didn't start uh, you know on my uh, on my but, but wait 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 but you said that your mentor said one person that the calculation of how is it because of the knowledge that comes with each person it's something okay. so when you are one person you can only think about how you can do it when you add in another person and you don't add another person you add his network as well so you know his ideas his opinions his, his, his experience you add a lot of it so you are not just two now you are 11 yeah. that that that's how i think uh, networking mentorship collaboration mm-hmm. it's all just one thing it's all about people yep you, you need to add more people into everything When the pandemic happened, um, this is let's just say like um, well we're in the pandemic. You started your company during the pandemic. Um, you're seeing the entire world shutting down. You're creating this business, and your marketing is so I deal 100% with the humans. I mean, like so I'm coaching and consulting the the human beings behind the companies um, to make sure that they're growing, making sure they're empowering, making sure that they're getting to their goals um, in the most Uh, it with longevity. 
what, what I focus on. You're focusing on the digital. Um, during the pandemic, where a lot of companies were like, oh, we don't, if it's not live, if we're not in the office, we can't do it. And then the pandemic forced everybody to be digital. So how has that helped you in regards of your learning? I mean, you're learning about what's going on, but you're in, you, it's like you started this company in the right time. Everyone is on board digital, young, old, white, black, Indian, like everyone, like, I mean, everyone is on board um, to literally be in the digital world. Good, bad, indifference. It's hard. It's easy. I'm confused. And it, just everyone is learning it. How was that for you? And how does that help your company? Uh, it helped me into explaining them, you know, I'm the, I'm the master and he knows that his business cannot survive without me. Uh, he heard from his friends that his business is not going online. His business is he's selling online and he, I am not. So who is the guy to talk to? He already knows who, is, who, who he is supposed to talk to. And when a person came, a dad came, comes to him, he already, he already knows what value I'm going to give him. So during the pandemic, when I started this company, the best thing I had was the problem. And I was the solution. That's how I got, I got, started getting clients and the grapple clients. You know, when you are in business, you have a lot of other people who are in business as well. Mm-hmm. So when I got my clients, he was in the, he used to do business in the market and he had a lot of friends. So he told them about it. They all, they all came to me, not all, but some of them came to me and talked to me, a close few of them as well. So that's how the uh, pandemic helped me get my business onboarded into the day. Where do you think marketing will go in the future? And I ask this because um, there are so many companies that believe, well, I have the best product out there. I don't need marketing. Or I've been in business for years. I've never had to pay or even think about marketing. Or I've had a bad experience with marketing and I don't want to do it ever again because I paid money or I tried it myself. I don't have the time. So I don't have the time. I've had a bad experience. I think I have the best product in the world. I'm better than marketing. Or at the end of the day, I just, I don't get it. I mean, I just don't get it. So where do you see it overall in regards of I'm working hard to market people through digital like where do you see the future of marketing i mean again marketing won't go away but where do you see the future of marketing evolving to in your opinion the marketing is uh, the, the the actual formula of marketing is to learn the psychology of your customers and uh, and to you know develop that need into them the main marketing is to develop the need of the solution into, into them, into their business or into their life. If I'm selling a pan, uh, I need to I need to give him a problem that he doesn't have a pan to to to, to able to sell this pan to them. You know, you know. So why is my uh, what I think, what I see marketing as in the future is uh, I am a digital marketer actually. I I I, I would suppose I would say that. This will go into AI more now. The website will change and uh, the, the UI UX will change a lot. And it's all about humans as the population is growing, you know, drastically all over the world, not in Pakistan or India. The population is growing, and the more people are into are in this on this earth. So you know, you have to tap your business into them. 
and how you can tap it. The the guy who says that his business doesn't mean marketing, he is a fool. He is a fool. Uh, his business will eventually go down. And uh, even the big brands need marketing. Even KFC needs marketing. McDonald's needs marketing, and they do it. They do it on a bigger scale. So I think business, uh, the marketing game will go on the metaverse as well. And uh, wherever people are going, the marketing will go. That this is the simplest answer I can give you. Wherever but, the people will go, the but you said, but you, but you said AI. The if you walk out your door right now and you're seeing the small shops, they're not going to focus on AI because they focus mo- so, so much more on humans. And so, how do you convince or how do you even talk to someone that is like storefronts, whether it's the barber, whether it's the dry cleaner, whether it's the the little bodega, the little corner shop that you get your milk and your eggs from? How do you even talk to them about AI when they're like, "What are you talking about? I don't need AI where I work." So. Look, there are big companies that, of course, they're looking at that way of how do I get virtual reality. Uh, virtual reality is a good, a good answer for your question. Uh, I think those people who don't know about AI or VR, uh, they'll, they'll, they'll look at other people doing it. Like AI and VR is not going to come into the local businesses uh, as soon as possible. It will take a lot of time. Uh, the big, bigger fishes will start doing it first, mm-hmm. and I think KFC is doing it, and Disney. Okay, if you if you heard about it, the metaverse. If you heard about metaverse and uh, how many brands are getting into it, you must have seen that Adidas, Nike, uh, and uh, bigger real estate properties mm-hmm. are investing over in there. So it always starts from top, and then it gets penetrated into the uh middle of the middle of the businesses mm-hmm. and the needs and then it comes into local businesses so that's how they get it's it's all about awareness they'll they will create the awareness it will get into them it will get any cheaper then they will adopt it then vr is actually what i think is going to uh, get into evolution you know mm-hmm. the the websites will be like you do something and the, Snickers will come out of the screen. If you have seen that well, video, won't that be interesting? That will be that will be a very interesting time. What is I mean? What is going to As you're as you're watching um, experts in the marketing world all over the world, what is the differences that you're finding in Pakistan to what you're seeing that's happening, whether it's in the states or whether it's in the UK? What are you seeing that Pakistan is not doing well? That you want to actually like really improve upon, so that way you become the expert in your community. I think Pakistan is lacking behind only because of uh, uh, the, the opportunities over there. Every innovation that comes into US, Pakistan takes around five to six years to ad- adopt it. So why? Because of awareness. Because the new technologies are very expensive, the new innovations are very expensive to adopt, and Pakistan is not a very rich, rich country. So people take time when mm-hmm. it gets cheaper, it, it it arrives. So how I can uh, I can adopt things into my business what my competitors or collaborators are not doing? Uh, can go and uh, research. It's all about R and D. You know, mm-hmm. you have hired it. It's all about R and D. I'll, I'll just go and uh, research what 
the bigger fishes are doing and try to adopt as much as I can into my business. That's what I am doing right now as well. Uh, I'm doing a lot of research on click funnels that we have heard about. Yeah. I'm doing a lot of research on it. Who is your target audience? Because, um, I mean, here on this, on, on this podcast, I focus on the fact that, I mean, entrepreneurs and innovators are my target audience. Small businesses is who I go after, but there are businesses, large companies that have entrepreneurs. So like they have a, a small department that they're literally their own startup. They're in their own world within this big entity. So those are the people that I, I focus on innovators and entrepreneurs in a small ecosystem, hundred employees or under. Um, who is your target audience? Who are the people that you're going after that make the most sense for your growth, but also for that, that resonate with you, that you resonate with that you with, I'm sorry, that you resonate with them and they resonate with you. My target audience is everyone who is having a business and uh, they want to create awareness online. I find that to be very, very, I'm going to challenge that because everyone is, so is, is your audience people in Hawaii? Is your, I mean, like I go, you, you, your target audience has to be specific. So when you tell me everyone, I'm going to challenge you by saying, that's just, that's the world. There's, well, God, there's 8.5 billion people on this planet. I'm sorry, 7.5 billion people on this planet. So who's your target audience? My actually, uh, the target audience, I told, I, I told you the very general answer to it. If I specify my niche, if I specify my business, it will come into the e-commerce people. I'll tell you, I'll, I'll give you this uh, answer again. My target audience are those business owners who are into e-commerce. Okay. So when they are starting to uh, go into Shopify dropshipping business or they, are, have, a, they have a huge brand uh, like Victoria's Secret, they need marketing, digital marketing. Those are actually my target audiences. I, I, I recently, I recently uh, started a brand and in Pakistan and they were, they were selling spices locally in a small yeah. In a small shop, but they had a lot of audiences. They, mm-hmm. they are make, making a lot of money into retail business and they wanted to start something digital. Then I, uh, and then I gathered a meeting, started brainstorming. I started learning from India that how, how they are, you know, uh, they, how their brands are selling spices. I started working on it from, uh, 2021. June 2021 and I uh, launched it in November. So it took a lot of research and development and uh, this business is making a lot of money in Pakistan. They're doing great actually. So that's how you do it. Uh, you learn and then you do it. Marketing is all about getting into the psychology, getting into the uh, problems and giving the solution. My, my target audience is actually those people who want to, who, who have, who already have their businesses installed on Shopify who already are learning, uh, running their businesses online and mm-hmm. their revenue is like 2x, 3x uh, profitable. And uh, my, my guarantee is to them that once I audit your business, I'll improve it to 7x. How has the, um, how has your family seen what you're doing now? They see you with your clients. They see you with growing the business. They see that you're thriving um, in in a short time, but you're learning so fast and you're gaining traction. Now, how do, how has your family seen 
what you're doing? How are they, re- how are they responding to what you're doing? They're happy, actually. They're happy what I'm doing, uh, but they want me to complete my studies as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, you, <laughs> you, you got to, I mean, you have to complete it one way or another, but the good thing is about uh, the studies, they're always around. So you can complete it now or you complete it when you're 90 years old. Studies are exactly. always around. And I feel like, and I feel like studies is a very general word. The degree is not just your studies. If I can study uh, your business, that studies as well. <laughs> if I can study about Amazon, studies as well. Why are you telling me that I should go and waste and spend my four years into university? <laughs> you know, uh, if you tell me something, if you give me a blog and tell mm-hmm. me to study studies, I have I have changed the concept of studies into my brain. You know. I, but I like that. I like that a lot. Um, what did the pandemic do for you? I mean, like, I mean, we are going into year three. I mean, I mean, it's it's shocking. We're going into year three. Um, in the United States, our numbers are dramatically dropping, but in around the world, it's not. They're still going up, and we are dealing with a war as well. So now it's like it's like we keep adding more like elements to like what's happening globally. Globally, usually it's just like. Something's happening in Pakistan. Something's happening in the United States. Something's happening in the UK. Something's happening in Australia. Globally, we are all dealing with what's happening now. So how has the pandemic in, affected your life from the time it started to the, to the point of where we are right now? What, are the, what were the highs and what were the lows of the pandemic for you in regards to yourself personally, but also the business? It changed the mindset of a lot of people, including mine. It changed a lot of things, uh, the concept of uh, education, the concept of health, you know, people were not paying attention to their health, health. and their businesses. Uh, if you talk about the business, the people doesn't rely and trust digital. You know, they, they don't want the business online because there are a lot of frauds as well. And uh, so they learned that you can, they cannot survive without it. One more thing happened is uh, during the pandemic, many of the people, I won't say just the business owner, many people got the understanding of getting their life digitally as digital as well. They should learn how to connect with people in the US. If, they are, if you are living in India, you should know, you should, you should try to learn of people about, they should know who Jodi is, they should know what Zed is, they, they should know who that person is. So it, it, it gave people a lot of free time and they started learning on their cell phone. They started, they actually started using their cell phone profitably. That's how I think globally uh, people got attention, you know, TikTok. But, but I'm not news. asking, I'm not asking about globally. I'm not asking about other people. I'm asking about you, my friend. How did the pandemic affect you personally and professionally? My all, all my answers was actually from personal experience, you know. Well, but so but that's but but, that, but that's the thing where I mean, like, you, I mean, you, I mean, you were watching the world shutting down. So how did it affect you personally in regards to? I mean, like again, you started your business during the pandemic, but before you started the business, I mean, in April 2020, you're seeing the world shutting down. What happened to you? What 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 changed for you? What things changed, what things added, what things frustrated you? How was it for you? 
it did frustrate me because uh, my father was still employed in those company and we didn't go into that phase where you where you where many people were you know out of money they they were not earning because there was still the huge massacre over there and i didn't get the corona as well so did it, that didn't hurt me or affect me that much but what what made me realize is that only the small thing it cannot even be seen can affect a lot of people so that's what made me think that uh, this this is important that i should protect myself and uh, what other thing i learned is many schools and colleges went down you know uh, they were closed uh my brother my my all of my brothers my cousins and my friends who were studying they were at they were at home and they were trying to get knowledge online you know they had online classes which is not a good thing you know i i hate online classes it is not a it is not a good way to study studies is not about getting the theory it's about getting into the environment and uh, i think your mentor your teacher can only be touchable if you can touch your teacher that's your teacher that's what i think it is uh, so wait a I, second wait, wait, wait we're going to pause you just said you don't like you hate online teaching but you're also learning about marketing online <laughs> no i told you i told you i learned the most from my mentors i learned the most from my mentors my one of my good good, good great mentor is anil Mm-hmm. So I I I used I used to be a student, and then when I came into the Facebook ads uh, marketing game, I learned it from the uh, from a great person. Uh, he's a great teacher as well, Mohit Khan. I got into his network. I used to learn sitting beside him. You know, yeah. how the uh, so great knowledge comes from this person who is with you. Online is a lot of distraction. <laughs> and when when you are not even interested into physics chemistry how can you concentrate on concentrate on the screen yeah. if i'm not interested to talk to a person online or listen to him or her then why would i even learn you know physics and chemistry are not you know they are not shiny objects they are forged for a student to learn so that's how that this is because i hate i don't say hate It's a very strong word. It's a very strong. It's a bit. My dad would say. My dad said would say that too. It's just hate's a very strong word. Hate's a very strong word. Uh, I don't like to say hate. I I dislike online studies. Yeah, this is what happened. Uh, was there yeah. any? Was there anything that you learned where um, something that you would have never done if it wasn't for the time that we were given during the pandemic? Something that was just like I would have never. I mean, obviously your business, but is there anything else that you? added to your life that you would have never thought about this exactly this if if the pandemic wouldn't have happened i wouldn't have changed my mindset i would have i would have gone to a university and would have started spending my four years like everyone else i wouldn't have been a entrepreneur i wouldn't have sold that watch you know exactly. so this this also actually many people got devastated into covid and many people changed their lives in covid it was an opportunity given to people they took it negatively some took it negatively some took it very positively and they are doing a great job now i i i absolutely agree i mean um i don't know if you even seen the states where 
there's a record numbers of people leaving jobs, record numbers, um, over 10 million people, not just small jobs, but big paying jobs. They're like, this is not what I want. And everyone's like, oh my God, it's like the pandemic, but the pandemic has been over for, it's not over. The pandemic is here, um, but it's at the tail end of it. And people are still leaving jobs. And I always say to people, people are like, are asking, they're like, what, what are your thoughts? I'm like, you didn't take care of the humans. And for years, you didn't take care of the humans. And when they were at home, they realized, oh, you didn't take care of me. I'm leaving. I'm finding better. And so even mm-hmm. with, with, I was just talking to someone um, recently where I had an insurance company for 20 years, the same insurance company for my car, for my home, same insurance company. During the pandemic, they sent out a marketing flyer about how the China virus, and I'm like, whoa, 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 what are you, what, what are you doing? So I emailed them. I've known them for 20 years. I emailed them. I go, hey, I'm a marketing person, as you guys know. Um, maybe you didn't realize this, but you should have never. I mean, whether you believe it or not, you shouldn't have focused on writing something so negative. Um, oh. It's 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 really pretty much racist. They didn't respond once. I let it go. They're busy. Two weeks, three weeks, they didn't respond. Fourth week, I emailed them to drop my insurance. I'm moving to another person. That's all it takes to lose a client because it's all, that's all it takes is to lose a client is the fact that you chose to put something out that just really, I mean, it's, I mean, especially as a marketing person, I'm trying to help you for 20 years, you had my money. And I just said, you just lost, you just lost a 20 year relationship, which is Mm. how easy that businesses go. People have been aware because we have the time. We have the time to be aware of the bad boss. We have the time to be aware of the bad company, uh, bad companies. We are, we had the time and this time was precious for a lot of people. Exactly. Uh, they, many people started to look at themselves in COVID. You know, they had a lot of time to look into the mirror. They had a lot of time to go into Facebook. They had a lot of time to look at themselves and they had a lot of time to look into the family and their problems. Yeah. They started giving time to the family. You know, yeah. So this is everything is about people. Yeah. I think COVID gave COVID gave an opportunity for many people to connect, to stop what they were doing, stop whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. God said, stop whatever you're doing. Now go interact with each other. Yeah. COVID was not about staying staying away from each other. It was it was about getting close to each other. That's what I think. COVID has a lot had a lot of. I won't say many people. Many people died as well. They lost their lives. They lost their loved ones as well. But I think both it had both aspects. It had it had positive as well as negative as well. Mm-hmm. And what I got from God, God, thank thank God, I got the positive one. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't I didn't lose any of my relatives or nor my friends. Alhamdulillah, and uh, I'm fine. You know, it's same. I mean, same with me. Where I mean, I'm knocking knocking on wood that knocking on everything that um, I was able to enjoy my time. I, I call it the, the pandemic pause. We were able to exactly. pause, pause, exactly. take a look, re reevaluate what's best for us. And we are, I mean, there's a lot of people not everyone. A lot of people are seeing the upside of it. Um, I've had a positive experiences. And I always tell people, if you had a positive moment, don't be ashamed of that. Yes, it is bad. We've lost over 6 million people globally to the pandemic. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. That is extremely sad. There are a lot of families that have lost loved ones that they weren't able to say goodbye. There's a lot of negatives out there, but for those that had positive moments, don't take away from that. You cannot take away from the fact that good things happen to you and you have to embrace that as well. Cause it was a gift. And because it was a gift, take it and do as much as you, as many positive things as you possibly can. Exactly. Because that's what having an opportunity means. You take an opportunity or you lose it. The pandemic was a pause and it was an opportunity from God. Some took it, some lost it. And, and, and that's not just for now, that's throughout life. There were a lot of peaks and valleys, peaks and valleys, peaks and valleys. Um, um, Zed, I have taken so much time of your, your evening and I, and I thank you so very much. So I have only two more questions left. Um, one is if you had to sit there and talk to someone that is looking to start a business, I mean, um, what, what were your highs and what were your lows about starting your business and what advice would you give to someone? What advice? Well, yeah, what advice? So what were the high, what were the high parts of starting the business and what were your low parts of starting your business? And what advice would you give to someone that is looking to start a business? If someone is uh, looking into starting their business, I would like to know how, why, why, why do you want to get into this? I would like to know who inspired you. I would like to know who, who, who is your competitor. You're telling me that I want to, I want to start a Shopify dropshipping business. And you don't even know who your competitor is. You don't even know your product. Okay. If you want, if you are starting your business, what's your service? What's your product? What do you know about it? My first questions are not that much hard actually. They are, they are very friendly and they are, they are more like starting to interact with them. And uh, once I get to know where they are coming from, I get to realize their budget as well. Uh, if they're coming from with a budget or they are just trying it. I, I would like to know if they're, if they're trying it or they have a mindset they want to do it. Both are different things. So yeah, I would like to know uh, what inspired them first of all and do they even know do they even know what they're doing and the uh, possible possible losses of it. So and the, and the advice I would give them uh, if, if a client once once a client came to me with a good budget and I told him to not start it right away. I, I'm, I'm a good salesperson. I call myself a good salesperson. But I told him not to come to me, you know. And told him, go to the YouTube, learn about Shopify dropshipping, get to know about what it is, you know, then come to me. And then this is exactly what happened. He came to me, he came to me after three days and he told me that I learned about it. I think it is a good thing. And I told them that let's do it. Now, now let's do it. But, but again, what, so that's, the, those are definitely some advice that you would give to someone. But what were the pro, what were the good things that happened to you in your company? And what were the bad things that happened to your company? So you're high and low when you first started. Uh, I didn't get the question. You didn't what? You didn't, I didn't get the question. Okay. What were the, so um, what were the, so when I asked you what are the highs and what are the lows, so everyone has peaks and valleys. So what was a, a great thing that you're so excited because this happened to your company? And what was something that really unfortunate it happened to your company? You're like, oh, I learned my lesson. Uh, uh, during pandemic, regarding pandemic? Yeah. Oh, well, well the, the entire time during your company. So the, when, when you were first starting, the highs and the low. Mm -hmm. The highest, I, I, I would say that... Um, 
Okay, I'll start with the lowest. I started. I didn't. I wasn't the sole founder of my company. Uh, I started with a friend who is also a marketer. Who is a Facebook ad marketer? He's not. He's not a marketer. He's a Facebook ad specialist. I would say. I started with him, and uh, so okay, the partnership is very common nowadays, and uh, the breaking of it is even more common. Mm-hmm. Not exactly what happened with me. He was my good friend, and I suggest. And I advise advice to never never partner up with your friend. Uh, he was my good friend, and we started this business. He had he his and mine goal were not same. I wanted my business to go into millions, and his business and his mind was to just earn for his family. You know, he was a family person. Uh, I'm not married. He was so he he was not married. Actually, he was getting married. So he wanted to start. saving money and business is not about saving money in the first year i would say it's not about saving money it's about business development so his mind was not exactly how, how i wanted to take my business forward so i would suggest to not partner up on the first i would say start on your own get your own get your get yourself bloody with first when you know, when you know about the ins and outs and you have learned and you have got and you have done some business then if you want to get some uh, money into your business then you can do partner so this is what happened to me as well i started with a partner he was a good guy he was my friend but his goals were not same as mine and uh, uh, he he had different goals and responsibilities mm-hmm. as well so this is how i ended my first partnership and i thought it was it was the end you know i i i, I are you guys still friends Actually, yes, we are right now because if I if if I had the ego, we wouldn't be friends because he was on to fighting with me. He still appreciate actually he still appreciate that how I dealt with the situation. He still says, "Well, Zaid, you did a great job. If you if you would have left it on me, I would have fought you." So I would have. I said, "Okay, okay. I let it let it go. Let the bygones be bygones." So you know uh, it happens like that. We we are still friends, and yeah. I just met him recently. I went him to learn about a new thing in Facebook uh, Ads Manager. I went to learn about it, and he taught me. We we had coffee together, and it was a great moment. And I, and he actually thanked me that how I how how I ended the partnership. Yeah, uh, I took all the bullets actually. He was his tongue was a bullet. And uh, I took all the bullets, and I didn't retaliate. You know, yeah. it's all about. If I told you at the start of this meeting, if you have the anger issues, you cannot do business. A successful business issue, uh, a successful businessman, is a person without anger. Yeah. Well, it's it's true because when you are fueled with anger all the time, um, everyone sees it. Everyone, even if you if you don't verbally say it, they can see it. They can feel it off of you, and so. You have to be able to, as I, as I always say, you have to bite the bullet for a lot of things. Bite your tongue. If you are, uh, if you are an angry person or egoistic person, you won't even have the smile. And a smile is the best closing technique. <laughs> I do like that. Well, this is good because I smile a lot, so this is a good thing. You have a beautiful smile, actually. Thank you. So, what were the good things? What was the high? So that was the low. But it, but you turned it around to make it a, a, a you you took a low uh, exactly. and turned it around. So what was your yeah, high, yeah. high, high? 
high was actually covid covid uh, gave me a lot of opportunities the high is actually um, i'd say when you are getting frequently you are getting clients frequently that's a high point so my high was that i had a lot of business already coming to coming into my way so that was my <laughs> that was I, my I, high I like it. That's a, that's a good high. All right. So, well, this is like a perfect way to go to the last question. This question I ask everyone, every, no matter how many times you are on the podcast, I will always ask you this question. If you had a personal ask and a professional ask of anyone that's listening to you right now, what would be your personal ask and what would be your professional ask? Your personal ask, I say this because small businesses ask for their companies all the time, but they never ask for them. And I always say that without the human, there is no business. So what would be your personal ask and what would be your professional ask please i think so uh, my personal ask would be so related to you and i think you can give me some tips on it as well uh, i would like my i would like to build a personal brand that jazz is a brand so i, I i'm still working on it and i'm looking at a many people who are doing it uh, i want to get into personal brand development the business de- development comes along well i'm not going to lie to you but i but, but i'm happy you said that because that's what i do so this is good all right we can talk about that offline okay so that's your personal brand okay so that, wait that's your personal ask right okay so what's your professional ask my professional ask would be um, i'm going to re- uh, post this recording somewhere well yes it's it's everywhere this is why it's This is why we're doing this. Yes, it's going to be posted everywhere. <laughs> all right, all right. So whoever is listening to me, and if you want to start a business, contact me. That's a that's a business ask. Okay, okay. See, that's perfect because <laughs> well, this is one of the things where I always tell people, I'm doing this for you guys because, and, and you're and you're, you, I see that you are hesitant because people are like, well, I don't want to ask about my business. That's why we're here. We're here for people to understand who you are and why. you are here about hesitance i think uh, if you if i learned it from steve harvey if you listen to him steve harvey i don't listen to i don't listen to steve harvey but i watch family feud with him uh, he 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 has a motive that you have not because you ask not once you start asking the community if you start if you start asking the people tell them your problem they everyone I, it has happened to me a lot of, and this is the great advice i'm giving to all of the viewers behind the screen that if you are trying to do something don't do it first ask for it yeah. go to the people and take their advice ask for their advice i'm trying to sell this bottle how should i sell it ask them for the help everyone is available for help everyone you know what it's it's funny that you say that um asking for help for a lot of people including myself is hard because it's and it's not an ego thing it's more of a disappointment when you ask and you get disappointed or someone ignores you whether it's a friend whether it's a stranger it hurts the ego so i always say for men i don't know how you guys do it because if i was a man and i had to approach a woman every single time and she would reject me that would crush me that would, oh. and you guys you guys are built to be rejected all the time and still like Well, she said no. I'm going to go again and and again and again and again and again and again. So I am. I mean, I think that w- we women are not built for that. And 
Um, my dad like literally got me to be like, he's like, my dad's like, you don't accept no. So the mindset for me is from my dad, but that's one of the things where asking for things, it's, it's very, very difficult for a lot of people. Oh, I, I understand. I totally understand this thing because uh, I used to have this problem. You know? and, and how I did was, you solve it? I started from that, you know, I, I, I started by asking and I got insulted quite, quite some time. I actually, uh, when I was in a school, I'll, I'll go back and tell you about my school now. <laughs> when I was in a school, I asked my chemistry teacher about some questions I was not getting. And she actually did a lot of, uh, she, she explained it very well in the class and she thought that everyone would have, you know, understood it. No, I went to her and she might not be in the right mood, you know, so she insulted me that you should leave chemistry and should not get into it. I took it into my heart a lot that I, I scored case on in O levels. So, you know, uh, I, I, I learned from it, you know, and uh, then I got into the business field and I realized that it is very important to ask you know it's very important to ask if you cannot ask you cannot do business if you cannot it, ask it, your employee your uh, clients that what do they need how are you going to do the business your question should be strong telling is all about questions it's true and we ask a lot of questions and and i thank you very much for answering a lot of my questions um this is one of the things where again um, my beautiful intern, Huna, introduced us, which is very, I'm very, very thankful for her because this was a wonderful conversation to start my day and hopefully to end your day. She's, she's close to my, being my fiance. The what? She's close to being my fiance. What? 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 She didn't, she did not tell me. We're break. is it, this is, is this breaking news? Breaking yeah. news! Breaking news! <laughs> oh, all right, even better. Oh, yay! Congratulate! Wait, wait, I wait. I can't say congratulations yet because you said close to being. So I can't say congratulations yeah, yeah. yet. Okay. Yeah, actually, she has the she has the, she has the idea. I wouldn't say it doesn't happen like uh, how white people do it in in, the, in, the, in their culture. She has the idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say pre congratulations until we say congratulations. All right. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Zed, it was an absolute pleasure. Thank you, thank you, thank you so very much for your time. Thank you so much for your time, for your questions, and your good mind. And thank, thank, thank you. And um, we will connect offline. So just email me, and then we'll set up a time to have an offline conversation. Perfect. I would love to. All right. I love how you ended it with a breaking news. I love that. That was the best. <laughs> You know, you know, when you're a salesperson, you drop a CD. Eh? <laughs> oh, that was a good one. That was, that's my first one. I like this. This is good. Wait, she's going to listen to this. Think... Wait, she's going to listen to this interview. Does she know? I, I don't know. I don't know. Is she listening? Is, is it going no, no, live? No. No, this, no, this is not live. This is live to tape, meaning we tape it and then I don't edit and it goes live. So will she, will she hear this? She'll, yes. She's going to listen. Oh, so excited. <laughs> yes, she will. She will be excited oh. as well. Oh my God. I love it. Okay. Um, have a wonderful evening, my friend. Thank you so much. And you have a wonderful day. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.